We're going to study tonight a tshuva of the Shales of Tshuva Sikan Aaron. That is a sefer by Rav Aaron Walken. Rav Aaron Walken was a great Polish posek in the period between he was born back in the back in 1864 in, in, in Tough Reish in the, in, the, in the 19th century, but he was <coughs> he was prominent in the period between the two world wars, the early to mid early to mid 20th century. He was a great Talmud Chacham. He wrote the Tshuvas of Aaron. He also wrote the Base Aaron, a commentary to Talmud Bavli in the Yeshivas. They often know his Base Aaron, but his, his Tshuvas, the Kan Aaron, are very, very interesting, very, very interesting Svarim. Two volumes. Yes? Rabbi, sorry to interrupt, but I'm, I'm not sure we received the source sheet. Yes, so I, I don't have source sheets tonight. As I said, I, oh. as I, said I, I, made, I made a U-turn at the last minute, so I don't have source sheets tonight. Just okay. uh, Very good. Thank ha- you. happy to send a copy of the Chuva around, but, but, but I don't have the actual source sheets. So the so he was uh, he, he was a great posik, traditional you know, traditional European posik, but he also dealt with many questions, many modern questions, and his approach to some of these questions at least uh, demonstrates a certain. I don't know about an embrace of modernity, but a certain engagement with modernity, a certain a, a certain modern flair to some of his some of his chuvas. We're going to study a chuva tonight on a fairly contentious and provocative topic. <coughs> that is the topic of misira. Misira is the great taboo of one Jew getting another Jew in trouble by reporting him to the authorities. The Gemara and the Postkim have a very very negative view of such behavior. The person is considered a road day if he's endangering someone else's life. He can be executed to prevent him from doing that. He has no chalik in Olam Haba. He's considered a Russia and so on. So Mesira has always been a, a, a very, very, uh, a very, very taboo act. On the other hand, there are many cases when Mesira is mutter. And especially when we deal with modern governments, modern, modern, modern civil society... The Gemara anticipates that the Gentiles in question were, were bandits, were thugs, they would just kill people to take whatever money they had. The Mesira wasn't really written in, in the context we have today of, of, of governments that, 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 are, that, are, that have rule of law, that have some degree of fairness. And so there's been, there's been debate over the last several hundred years, and particularly in the last century or so, about how the laws of Mesira should be understood in the context of modern governments. The tshuva we're going to study tonight of the Zkanaren is one very important perspective on this topic. The Zkanaren in general, I don't know exactly as a Polish posek of a century ago, was particularly friendly to non-Jews in modern governments, but in several of his tshuvas, one of which we did before, I believe, a while back, in several of his tshuvas he has a certain respect for, for non-Jews, for non-Jewish governments, and in, in, in a number of his tshuvas he takes, I think, a fairly strict and fairly fairly hard line about the importance of behaving with, with integrity and with uprightness toward non-Jews. The tshuva we're going to do tonight doesn't directly assert an obligation to behave with uprightness toward non-Jews, but he, he very much limits the prohibition of Mesira, very much limits its, limits its applicability in the types of scenarios that arise in the modern world. Yes? Um, well, I'm in based in if you if you see someone doing an Amira that Right. In Baston, if you see somebody doing an Avera, you should report it to Baston. As my father always points out, like Maram Sachem says, if you're only one witness and you won't be believed in Baston, maybe you shouldn't report it. 
<coughs> but in general, Beistin tries to maintain order. They, 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 it's their job, to punish criminals and to deter criminality. So the, people are generally encouraged to report things to Beistin that Beistin can handle. But, but to court, to, to, non-Jew, to non-Jews, the, the, our tradition has generally been strongly opposed to this. But there are, there are, of course, many exceptions, particularly in the modern world. And the tshuva tonight is going to discuss uh, certain types of exceptions which are common in the modern, in the modern world. The tshuva is in the Zikan Aaron, Chalik Bey's Simon Kuf Hey, I can send around a copy of the tshuva afterward to anyone who wants it. The, the case was as follows. Somebody has a business involving animal hides. He is an official white market, so to speak, I guess, legal, licensed, authorized dealer in hides. He pays for some kind of certification, some kind of permit. He pays for his certification, he pays all the taxes. Everything is above board, kosher. Uveir in the same city, Nimtza Od. So there's another merchant, who he says is Shani, basically He operates on the black market illegally, unofficially. Everything he does involves defrauding the the government of its tax revenue. Ain lo tudas miskar. He doesn't pay the licensing for the licensing document. Ain a mishalem shemas. Doesn't pay any taxes. Everything's off the books. He's completely operating in the black market. The chasher no When the government found out that there was a a substantial amount of business that was being transacted on the black market, his hamisim They began. <coughs> they they caught him and they forced him to pay. They forced him to pay for the for all the taxes for all the taxes and maybe fines also. Fines also we'll see the, for 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 not doing things properly. So he was now hit by a, by a hefty bill to the government, and he has no choice. He has to pay it. The black market merchant is now sues the the legal merchant in Basin Ludin Torah. Betaina, Kirak, who Hilshinalov? Who got me in trouble? Who reported my failure to, to pay taxes to the government? You. It was you. Umavaradvarov, he says, I, I can prove it because Biyoshal Ksav Hamasira Shanikralafanov, Basebir Hamishbat, when he was in court and they read the complaint against him, the who had accused him, who had complained about him, Nimsa Khasimaso Modishakar. Modishakar, they found it on the signature on the, the affidavit, whatever it was, the complaint against this guy, was the legal merchant. His name was there. You're a Moser. A Moser, besides being a Russia, besides being, besides being subject to summary execution, besides being he's also considered a form of Mazik, and he's chayef to pay his victim whatever harm he caused him. A, a, civil, a civil case for damages. Whatever harm he caused He's considered a mazik and he's chayef to pay. <coughs> so that's the claim of the black market merchant. The legal merchant denies it. He says, I didn't do it, it wasn't me. I did not sign my name. I was not the one who did it. Someone else complained against you and they put my name on it as a false flag, but it wasn't me. 
what, why they would do that. Is that a credible claim? I don't know, but that's what he claimed in Basin. He claimed it wasn't me. It's, it's, it's my name on the paper, maybe, but it was not me. Chlotarasin Estapik Efo Bedinze. The Zikan Aaron's correspondent, the other, another rabbi, wasn't sure how we should paskin. There, there are two issues here, of course. There's the issue of fact and the issue of law. The issue of fact is, do we believe, do we, who, who do we believe here? Do we believe that he was indeed the one who got him in trouble, or do, or do we believe his denial? And the second question is, assuming he, he is the one who got him in trouble, is he chayef? Is this considered Mesira? Assuming he did report him as, uh, as a scofflaw, as a tax evader, is he chayef for, for that as a Moser or not? So, quote us in this topic, that there is a suffix whether he committed Mesir at all. And, and, and he explains because the Gavat Tovea, Eina Yachalitun, Bari Al Zed, the Shema Be'emes, and Zayef Chasimaso, the Tovea can't know for sure his signature wasn't forged. He claims it was forged. Even the Tovea can't say for sure it wasn't. He says, Look, it was your signature. Was it real? Was it forged? I don't know, but your name was on it. Bafilu Nema Shuhaya Moser, even if we'll say that he, even if we'll say that, that he was the Moser, the question is a question of law. Maybe he's allowed to do it. He says, Because. Why, why would he be allowed to do this? Well, what was the argument? He says because he's the only legal merchant operating in this city. He's the only one who is, who, 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 as far as the government knows, he's the only one who should be operating. And the, the tax authorities, he says, they, take, they, they collect a list. They assemble a list from the slaughterhouse <coughs> of how many cows are shechted. And they then send the bill for taxes to this guy. They say, look, the, the slaughterhouse tells us they shechted 1,000 cows. And therefore, you are doing business in 1,000 hides. And if he says, no, 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 I only got 800 because some other uh, illegal competitor is taking 200, the, the only way he can get out of paying taxes on, on a full 1,000 is by essentially telling the authorities that, no, there's somebody else who's operating here without a license who's taking 200, and then he's going to get the other guy in trouble. Maybe that's allowed because he's not doing it maliciously, vindictively to get the other guy in trouble. He's simply doing it to get himself off the hook for the other 200 cows, which he is not actually liable for. So, Otherwise, they assign it all to him if he doesn't point them towards somebody else. So it's a question of intent. The way the other Rav, the way the other Rav constructed the question, he said, it's, uh, it, it was not done with intent to be mazik. It, it, was, it was not done with an intent to hurt the other party. It was done, with, it was done in self-defense to, to absolve himself from the, from, from the claim that he owed more taxes than he actually does. <coughs> the other person was incidental damage, but it wasn't the, the goal of his, of his statement to the authorities, and therefore maybe he's not chayev. Zehu tochen ha'she'elah. So that was the presentation of this Canaris correspondent. We don't know if he did it at all. Even if he did do it, he shouldn't be liable. So this Canaris now summarizes in paragraph Ine Chlotaraso, summarizes the, the claims. Chlotaraso, Herach Lotzadej, Lodanino, Lesokhazed, and Muster. The Rav held he was Potter. Chada, because of the question of fact, they shall own his bar, Rishaso. We don't know for sure he did it. Even the, even the plaintiff, the claimant, can't be sure that it was actually him. Maybe it's true that his signature was forged. The ode, and furthermore, 
Shuayamos, or even if it's true that he, even, even if he could be a Tawin Bari, even if he was sure that he, that he did it, that he, that he was guilty of it, he says, nevertheless, he says, he, he's not Chayef, because the other argument that, that he didn't intend to hurt him, he didn't intend to cause him any injury, he only intended to save himself. That's Machlok Shushanim, to Bechiai Gavna, Potur, Lashitas, Rabbi Lezer, Mitula, Shavu Mordechai. There is a Shita of one of the Rishonim in the Mordechai that Nisira doesn't apply whenever your goal is self defense rather than, rather than uh, malice towards somebody else. And that's, that, that opinion is brought in the Shulchan Aruch, in the Ramah. Bim Kain, Afiloi, a Modish Master, even had the, the legal merchant conceded that he turned him in. He still wouldn't be chayev because it's machlokes rishonim, and according to some rishonim, he's potter. <coughs> so, so the, the, these were the two arguments of the of the. This is what the rav said that he felt he was potter. So the zikaron agrees. The halacha l'maisa of the zikaron agrees that the, the that the legal merchant is potter. There's no claim of mesira against him. In you Kibar- say this is like Mozart. Moshe yes. You have it yes, it's similar to Toelis, right? Just like Toelis, the way the Chavetz Chaim explains, the Isser is to cause harm without a good reason. But if you have a good reason, the, 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 it, it's fundamentally a, a subjective Isser. If you, if you have a good reason, it's, it's Mutter. And uh, this is a similar thing. This, uh, here the rules maybe are a little stricter, but that, that, that there's no Din Mesira if the Kavana was. Something uh, constructive, something you know, promote your own self-interest rather than to hurt somebody else. Here it's machlokes. Lashonar, everyone agrees that Latoelis is mutter. Here it's machlokes, but yes, according to one opinion, <coughs> there's a certain parallel between this and the laws of Lashonar that if you're doing it for a constructive purpose, then it is, then that that then it is mutter. So the Kanaran strongly agrees. Dvarav Yisharim Kwanim Lahalacha. He says, however, he, says, he said, you made it even more complicated than it really is, he says. He says it's, uh, it, the, 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 halacha actually is, the halacha actually is more simple. He says, first he, first he goes into a discussion of shvua, which we're not going to get into, the, the details of whether there, whether there would be a, a, whether there's any basis to require a shvua that he didn't do it or not. But we, we're going to skip that part of the tshuva. Go on to the next page, but uvrogei Regarding the putting aside the question of fact, assuming he did do it, assuming he would concede that he did it, so is he indeed chayev for this type of mesira? For this, is this really mesira? Says the Kanaran over the gale of Amaman, shaper chazi The other of is correct. This is not mesira, because again, the first opinion, shushitas rabbi liazer mitula, one of the. One of the Rishonim of Ashkenaz, the Chalhechi Den Kamrasal Hazakel Hatzalas Atzmal Dinin Beidin Musser. Any time, like again, like uh, and, and, like Dr. Schwartz said, any time the Kavani is not Lahazik but Latoelis, even your own Toelis, uh, that, that that's not Musser, and that's how a number of important posts can paskin Meram Lublin, Nesivas Amishpat, the okay. So a number of Gedoli Rishonim and Achronim say that any time the Kavani is Latoelis. We, it's not called Mesir. The Afsha, Shachosh, and Mishpat. And then this, this is a very common scenario. The, the, this, potentially, this is very common. Today, when, when, when the government goes after somebody in a, in a, in a fraud case and they say, and they, they offer him a deal, they say, they say, testify for us 
If not, we're gonna you know, and, and we'll go we'll go easy on you. And if not, we're going to we're gonna throw the book at you. So obviously, there's a temptation to say, assuming the other parties are really guilty, and certainly if they're more guilty than you, <coughs> there's always a temptation to take the deal and to say, I I, 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 I don't mean to harm you, but this, I'm just doing this to save my own skin. So there are posts who seem to say that any time the goal is to save yourself, not to get somebody else in trouble, then that's not Messiah. So at least Benogad, whether you're allowed to do it like a Tchila or not, might still be a question, but at least it wouldn't have the full Chomer of Messiah. But yeah, but you wouldn't be Chayah. Whether that case is exactly like the Kanaran's case or not, we, we, we can discuss further. But this is basically what the Kanaran is telling us, that, that there is a sheet in the Poskim, Rishonim and Achronim, that say, that any time your goal is not to, hurt, to harm somebody else, your goal is to save yourself, then, then you're Potter. Even though the Shach disagrees, he says the Shach was massing on this, the Shach says the Mordechai somewhere else, talks about a case, and the, 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 Shach, the Shach is Meirach to say that, that, that you're Chayah for this. Okay, so it's a Machlok Saposkin. The, the, the Kanar is Mephalpal about the Shach, but basically, this is a Machlok Saposkin. Some Poskim take the lenient view that the law of Mesira does not apply at all if your goal is self-preservation, not malice towards somebody else. Other Poskim disagree. Fine, we have two opinions about this. <coughs> the Amnami says, Even according to the Machmirim, those who say that Mesira applies even when your goal is self-interest, even when your goal is self-preservation. Even according to that opinion, In our case, he's definitely not a Moser, no matter what. Why? And now he says something very, very important. And then this is a very, very powerful svar. He says, He is liable for the taxes. He was cheating on the taxes, but he was definitely chayav. The government had a legitimate claim of taxes on him. When he was evading taxes, he was stealing from the government. Dina de Malchusa grants the government, we recognize the prerogative of the government to levy taxes. This is a legitimate tax. It's, it, it's, uh, it's applied with fairness. It's applied uh, consistently. This is not some kind of uh, government theft. This is not some kind of extortion. This is a legitimate tax on anybody involved in this business. That's the prerogative of government. Both for the, for the, for, both for the both for the certification, for the, for, for, both for the authorization, other taxes they charge. The government has the right to do all that. These types of taxes are, are the, the, the foundation of government is built on the right of the government to, to collect taxes. All citizens are obligated to comply with the tax regimes of the government. He wanted to evade taxes. He wanted to be a scofflaw and, and cheat and not pay the taxes. <coughs> Says this Kanaran, what kind of moser is this? One muster. He just made him pay what he's had to pay anyway. Muster means I caused you a loss. In, in the civil context, the, the claim of Messira is I, when, I, when I turned you over to the enemy, to the non-Jews, they made you pay money, which was, which, which was a loss of money for you. They took away money, which was rightfully yours. This money is not rightfully yours. This money, you rightfully owe the government. You're obligated to pay your chov. 
this idea that someone who wants to cheat and not pay his taxes has no right to do that is Mavur Lehedya Bechoshin Mishpah. This is a uh, this is a striking halacha, not perhaps as well known as it could be, but uh, I, I've been studying this particular Ramah for many years. I wrote uh, an entire paper on this Ramah a number of years ago in Lakewood. The the Ramah says as follows: Misha wrote to Levroach Lo Lashalom Laakum Ashachayevlo. The Ramah is not even talking about taxes. The Ramah is talking about someone who had a private obligation to a non-Jew. He owed a non-Jew money, and he decided to default on the debt. He decided that he would uh, simply flee and uh, leave his debts behind him and start over somewhere else. So he was going to escape the clutches of the non-Jew, his non-Jewish creditor. Va'acher gila hadavar. Somebody got wind of his plans to leave, to, to flee and leave the non-Jewish creditor holding the bag, and he, he he reported this to the non-Jew, who was able to stop him, who was able to. <coughs> to foil his plan, to block his flight, and was able to get to, he enabled the non-Jew to collect the money he was owed. So the non-Jew who planned to flee was obviously upset, and he tried to sue him as a Moser. Ein lo din Moser. The halacha psuka in the Ramah is, this is not called Mesira. Why? Same principle we just said. Shrei lo if sido, he didn't cause him to lose anything, at a pocket, I just made you pay what you have to pay. I didn't make you lose anything. Paying money that you genuinely owe, that you legitimately owe, is not called a loss. That's not Masira. That's called making you pay what you owe anyway. So what kind of uh, what kind of Masira is that? Says the Zikan Aaron, the Aaron, If that's true, even from somebody who was trying to stiff and cheat a private creditor, that certainly applies to someone who's trying to cheat and steal from the government. That's, the, that's a threat to national, to national security, national stability. The, the entire government is, is, it rests on, the, on its ability to collect revenue, to maintain itself. If you are defrauding the state of its legitimate revenue, that's a crime against the, the state itself, he says. That's certainly not a din of Moser, but Napahu, it's a good thing to do. It's, it's not a bad thing, it's a good thing to do, as he's about to demonstrate. <coughs> this actually has been bothering me a lot lately. I, I, in, in certain, um, in certain uh, wilder corners of the, of the from internet, when, when occasionally they talk about Jewish people who are guilty of crimes, white-collar crimes typically, so there are one or two defenders who always take the position, they say, you steal from a private person, that's terrible. But you steal from the government or a big company, who loses? Nobody really loses. It's, uh, all the shareholders lose small amounts. It's, you know, the company's not a real person. It's just, you know, white-collar crime is not a big deal. You know, you're not, you know, of course, some white-collar crime actually steals from individuals as well. But at least uh, the, the claim sometimes made is that white-collar crime from a big company or a government, you know, whose money is it anyway, really? Who's really losing? So... This is kind of, I guess, a, 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 a modern variation of the Robin Hood argument that stealing from the rich and giving to the poor or stealing from impersonal conglomerates like big corporations and, and the government is not so bad. Says this kind of iron, it's worse. Stealing from the government, at least, is worse than stealing from a private person. Stealing from a private person, you injure one person. Stealing from the government, you are destabilizing the entire state, the, 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 the entire civil society, the entire... The entire uh, stability of the country, of the nation, 
hinges on the government's ability to collect taxes and to fund itself. And by cheating on taxes, you're doing a grave, you're committing a grave, uh, <coughs> a grave crime, a grave sin. And the person who turned you in and stopped you is not only is not doing an Avera of an Apahu, it's actually a good thing. Why is it a good thing? Where do we see that? Bore, he says. I have a source for this. The early authorities, they praised, they, they praised someone who does this. Ber Hagola, on that Ramah, who says that, that, that if someone stops somebody else from fleeing, it's, uh, he's not a Moser, Ber Hagola says that the Ramah still seems to say it's not a good idea like Atchila. But the Ber Hagola says, on the contrary, it is a good idea. He says, should be Yamav in the days of the Ber Hagola, Pashat Haminag Vatikun, Shemanhigei, in his day, it was standard operating procedure that the leaders of the Jewish communities would, would be vigilant, that nobody should behave uh, unjustly, behave dishonestly toward the, the non-Jews. And they, they, they would announce in public that everyone should, everyone should turn over and publicize and reveal all those who were cheating. People who were borrowing in bad faith and weren't paying back, people should report them, and uh, we, should, we should put a stop to this. It's a kiddush Hashem to stop Jews from behaving dishonestly toward non-Jews. We should institute this everywhere. Then it'll be a kiddush Hashem. People will say Jews who are honest. The Jews, the Jews follow a religion of integrity. People engaged in currency counterfeiting. Other types of counterfeiting. If it can redound to the, to the harm of the community. We can turn them in. It's not us. It's one bad apple. It's not the rest of us. So the Baragola says that not only do we not not only is there nothing wrong with turning somebody in who's cheating the non-Jews, it's a mitzvah, it avoids chil Hashem, it promotes kiddush Hashem, it makes people say that the Jews are honest, it's a, it's a terrible practice and it needs to be stopped, we, we, can't, we can't engage in any kind of sheker and avla against the non-Jews. And therefore, he says, the Baragola goes so far as to say that the Kadmonim said it was a mitzvah. Certainly not, certainly not, not a moser, certainly not an avera, avera chichiv of moser, if all he's doing is stopping him from evading taxes that he's genuinely chayev, that he's legitimately chayev, <coughs> there's certainly no mesira here, and if anything, it's a mitzvah, but it's certainly not, certainly not the avera of mesira. This is a this is a very important point that this this is what the Baragola says, and the truth is the Baragola actually, in a number of different places in his commentaries on Chosh and Mishpat. In a number of places, he takes a very, very pro-honesty, pro-treating pro non-Jews decently view of things. When he, when he talks about re- returning lost property to non-Jews, he says that you, that you should, uh, that, that the non-Jews are religious and civilized. It, 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 Chazal didn't have such a negative attitude toward returning property as they used to. In, a, in another famous place, in the Laws of Stealing, he says that even though the, the Shulchan Aruch rules based on the Gemara, that even though Gezel Akim is Asr, stealing from a non-Jew is Asr, even though the, Shul- the Shulchan Aruch does say that Toh is Akim is Mutter, 
that if a non-Jew makes a mistake in your favor, certainly if he makes uh, an unforced mistake, he makes a mistake on his own, not that you misled him in any way, you can keep it. Baragola says, but you shouldn't. He says the right thing to do is to give it back, and he, and he has a, f- a very famous line, he says, and he co-saves those Lederos. I'm writing this for posterity, I'm recording this for posterity, he says, because he knows that there were people who, 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 who kept the mistakes that the non-Jews made, and maybe initially they thought they would be rich, but it, in, in the long run it didn't work out, and they, they lost all their money, and they went bankrupt. He knows other people who were Mekadosh and Shemayim, and who returned mistakes, you know, the Monopoly card, bank error in your favor, collect $10 or whatever, so who returned that money, and then Mekadosh Shem Shemayim, and they ultimately were very successful. They were tzlichu, they got rich and were successful. And everyone should know this, he says, even though there is a technical halacha on the books, that in certain cases, keeping money that a non-Jew made an error in your favor is mutter, you should not be taking advantage of this halacha, you should be returning, you should be returning, the, you should be returning the money to the non-Jews. My Rav, Rabbi Yisrael Reisman, likes to point out the Baragola was not some kind of... Uh, Golden Age of Spain character who was a minister and an aristocrat and had a cushy life among the friendly and civilized non-Jews. He lived during some of the worst periods of barbarity and uh, monstrosity. He, he writes in the introduction, I think Tachvatati, during, during the years of the Chelmenitsky uprising, he was forced to flee for his life with nothing but his tefillin, he had, and, he, and he had to leave all his writings behind. He, he, he had a pretty uh, rough, and he, he did not have a, a, some kind of rose-colored pictures of, uh, of enlightened and civilized non-Jews. And he still wrote like this. He still wrote that, in, that, that, uh, that he had a burning passion for the preservation of God's honor, for the idea that Kiddush Hashem means that Jews have to behave with integrity. And therefore, and therefore he says, the, therefore he says that the, you really should not take advantage of any of these leniencies. And when it comes to Jews who are act, actively trying to cheat and not pay money that, that they owe, you're, you're certainly not a most for turning them in, and on the contrary, on the contrary, he says it's uh, the very good. It's a mitzvah. So says, so says this Kanaran. Therefore, when it comes to our case as well, if you're if, if you're simply causing the if the legal merchant simply caused the illegal merchant to have to pay the taxes that he was really high to pay anyway, he says, then that that th- then there's no mesira here, and again there's no claim. Then he has another argument, he gets into uh, another interesting Lumdish explanation of why there's no Mesira. We'll skip that paragraph, and then jump to paragraph Eladakati Hatinach. He says, okay, but, but that only works, he says, If the only legal consequence of getting him in trouble is that he has to pay the back taxes, taxes that he should have paid all along, then I understand, then there's no Mesira. Albanido be done in our case. He was fined penalties for not paying tax in the first place. <coughs> what are we going to do about that? He says. That certainly his argument does not apply. He claims. So maybe he says that that should be misira. So the truth is, this is not this is not so this is not so simple at all. There are other posts who say that the same way it's the prerogative of government to charge taxes, to raise revenue, it's also the prerogative of government to charge fines to people who don't pay those taxes, because 
if there are no consequences for not paying taxes other than paying them when they catch up with you, then there's no real incentive to pay the taxes. They could have criminal penalties, I guess, but there has to be some kind of penalty, otherwise nobody would really be motivated to pay his taxes, except as a matter of civic duty and principle. That will only take you so far. So there are other posts who claim that the, that the penalties they charge themselves are legitimate, legitimate chiyuvim a person has. He owes taxes and he owes penalties if he doesn't pay his taxes on time. <coughs> the Marsham has a tshuva, similar in some ways to this tshuva of the Zkanaran. The Marsham had a tshuva also about there were several business competitors, and one, I should, I should have probably included this with tonight's, uh, in, for, in tonight's share as well, maybe, maybe another week, maybe we did it already, I have to check my notes. The, the Marsham had a tshuva where, where somebody got, somebody, where somebody reported somebody else, somebody who had a license, was operating legally, reported one of his competitors to the government, who was then fined. The Marsham says there's no Messiah here, because not just the actual taxes that, 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 that he's made to pay, even the penalties are also considered Dean Malchusa. He brings, it's Machlokza Poskim, he says, but there are at least some Poskim who say that the government's right to charge taxes extends to its right to charge fees and so on. And therefore, and therefore if you make the person, if you make him chayev to pay the fees that he owes, that's also not Messiah, because the, once again, you didn't, you didn't make him pay anything he didn't have to pay. Everything you made him pay, he was pleased to pay. Alpi did might be Machlokas, the Marsham says, but so this is kind of iron. I don't know why he gives in so easily and says that the, the, the fines and the fees are not, uh, that's called Hefzid. Not so obvious to me. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure there are some post who say that even those fees are considered, even those fees are considered uh, what he actually owes. Okay, but the Zikhanaran thinks that they're not. The Zikhanaran thinks that all those fees are, 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 not, legit, are, are not, not legitimate. They're all culpable and you can't claim that he genuinely owes them. Until you reported him, he didn't owe them, maybe. Whatever it is, Masiri, he says, would be Shaykh with respect to those fees. Omnum, he says, so that depends. Then, then we go back to the original Machlok we started with. That goes back to the other Machlokas of whether self-defense is a, is a, is a defense against Masiri. According to the post say self-defense is not a defense against Masira, that even if you're doing it solely out of self-preservation, if you get the other guy in trouble, you're a Moser and you're Chayev, then with regard to the fees, you'd be Chayev here as well. But he says that the... He says you would be Chayev, but it would be a Machlokas. And then he... We'll, we'll, we'll skip the next paragraph. We'll, we'll skip... Uh, we, 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 can, we can skip much of the next paragraph, he says. We'll go to the end of the Tshuva... <coughs> and here's his conclusion. He says, Maskanas Hadvarim, the Mikra Kazesh, Lonisbar Hadavar, and Masra Lagamri. In our case, again, the facts are not clear as well. Not only is the din not at all clear, not so clear, the facts are not clear. It's not clear that he did it at all. He denies it. The Etsim Gufa Mesira Mutal Basafik, whether he did it at all itself is a, is a matter of doubt. Efshir Lismo Khaldas Hanuposkim, the Makum Shenkaras Lahazik, El Lahatzil Patra Lagamri. We, we can be mitzaref, we can combine the fact that A, the facts are unclear, B, the law is not clear, because Lomibay, the, the taxes themselves, is certainly no Masiran because he genuinely owes them. Even the fines, that, that he says would still be Machlokas, whether there's Masira on the fines, because he did do it out of self-defense, he didn't do it out of any, uh, he didn't do it out of any malice, he just did it to get, to get them off his back. So that's my, so combined with the fact that the facts are not clear, 
<coughs> and the halach is not clear because some posts can say self-defense is a defense against the claim of Masira. Patra legamri. Kivan de balav hachi, maram lublin, ben sivas paskukain. As he began at the beginning of the tshuva, the maram lublin, the nesivas paskin entirely like the shita, that self-defense is a defense against the claim of Masira. Kol shkebenin done. Certainly in our case, the eshtafek in master klal. In our case, we don't even know if he did it. He denies doing it. Well, Vichalze, he says, so at the end of the day, Meikra Din, because of these various considerations, he rules that the Moser would be Potter. The putative Moser, the accused Moser would be Potter. First of all, he says, in terms of Pshara, in terms of Knas, we should impose some kind of sanction on him because instead of, when, when the government came knocking on his door and said, why aren't you paying us more taxes? His first reaction was to point the finger straight at the other guy. He shouldn't have done that. He should have taken the other guy to a dentara. He should have tried to resolve the matter properly and based him without simply uh, sicking the government on his competitor's back. At the end of the day, Postkin don't like this. Postkin don't like the immediately involving the government without first trying to resolve things through a dentara. Maybe the other guy would have been able to negotiate something with the government. Maybe he could have volunteered and, and negotiated a deal or something. And instead of just immediately getting him in trouble, we should have tried to resolve things through a dentara. That's something we do, we do, we do criticize him for. Vitov and Kvot Tarasa Yuchalafasher, so he, he recommends to the other Rav to make some kind of compromise. She is both that the legal merchant should absorb some of the cost that, 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 his, that his competitor is being forced to pay the, the government. Olapachus he should impose a cherem, which is a, a kind of minor form of shvua, on him that he's telling the truth that he, that he, that he didn't do this. That to let him go, to just let him go without any consequence at all, is not appropriate. We should not do that. It's a bad look, he says. With all his uh, respect for government and, uh, and with, all, with all his citation of the Baragola, at the end of the day, he's still traditional enough to say, we don't want people to get the impression that it's perfectly fine to go around turning people into the government and uh, reporting them. That's not the right attitude. But the Eved, whether it's a Chi of Tashlumen, we can have all these kinds of spars. But L'Chathila, this should not be people's first course of action. L'Chathila, these types of things should be resolved internally and based in before simply getting another Jew in trouble. L'Chathila, we definitely don't encourage it. So... Therefore, there has to be some kind of consequence in Basin as well. Even if Meikra did, in terms of the laws of Chosh and Mishpat, he would be Pater. But at the end of the day, we, uh, at the end of the day, we, we, we can't tolerate, we, we, we can't let there be, be a perception, we, we can't let people come to the conclusion that, that, that it's Hefker, that people can just go reporting other people to the government. Even though the Baragola thinks it's a good idea, but again, he thinks it should be done by the community, and the, by the, it should be done with communal I guess oversight, not that individual citizens should just go around uh, getting each other in trouble. At the end of the day, that he thinks is not appropriate, and therefore the fact that he did this without first going to Basin is, uh, means that we should penalize him somehow with, with this harem or with this, uh, some kind of level of, of pshara and knas. He should be made to pay something. As I mentioned, the, the Marsham has a similar tshuva. The, the Marsham had a tshuva about, there were several competitors, some some, some who were licensed, I think several were licensed and legal, and one was not. And one of the legal ones got the illegal one in trouble. In that case, I think it was pure malice. It, it wasn't, uh, well, I don't know if it was malice. In that case, I think it was, 
it wasn't self-defense in the sense that he was shifting a cost off him on the other guy. I think he just felt it wasn't fair. You're competing against me. You have lower overhead because you're not paying taxes and you're, you, you have a structural advantage because you're cheating and that's hurting my business. So he wasn't out just out of malice necessarily to hurt the other guy, but he felt that it wasn't fair, that, that his business was being, was being cut into by somebody who was taking advantage of him by not paying the taxes. So the Marsham actually ruled that Meikra Din, there, there was grounds to say he's Potter, because Meikra Din, the, not, not because of the self-defense svara, but as I recall, the Marsham's Iker svara was that if, the, if all the money he made him pay was, he was Chayav Alpidin, the taxes he's Chayav Alpidin, as the Zikhanaran said, and even the penalties, as I mentioned earlier, even the penalties, he argues, penalties are also Alpidin. The government has the right to charge penalties. So Meikra Din, Meikra Din, he's not a Moser. So, so the Zikhanaran said he's not a Moser on the taxes themselves, but, but he would be a Moser on the penalties. That, that's totally on the, on the question of self-defense. Marsham went even further. Marsham said he's not a Moser at all, because even the penalties, a good case can be made. Some posts can say that, that, that the penalties are also legitimate obligations, and therefore there's no Moser on penalties either. Nevertheless, Marsham also said that we should, we should put the fear of God into him, that he shouldn't do this again. Because he says that, that, that you can't just go around getting Jews in trouble. He points out uh, a point that, that the Zikhanaran glossed over, that when the Ramah says that when one Jew is trying to escape the clutches of his non-Jewish creditor and someone else goes and turns him in, so he's not a moser, the, the, because he genuinely owes the money. But the Ramah adds, he did a bad thing. He did a bad thing by turning him in. By, by, by turning him in and helping the non-Jew collect his money at the expense of a Jew... That was a bad thing to do. So the, so the Marsham says, since it's a bad thing, we should punish him, we should sanction him. So the Canaran himself is coming around to, some, to something like that at the very end, when he says that, ain't a row, and people are going to say, and Osin's in Lemoster. So the Canaran also is uncomfortable to some extent with people on their own just getting other Jews in trouble, even though Meikra Din, there's no Masira. But the real question is, why does the Ramah say, Ra Asif? It's such a good idea, the Baragolo says, we do it lechachila, to avoid, to avoid Chil Hashem, and to make a Kiddush Hashem, if it's such a good idea, why does the Ramah think that it's Bara Asa? So it's really not clear, and, there, and, there, and this is what my paper in Lakewood was about, uh, trying to understand all the different opinions of the postkim, why it's a bad thing, if, if, if he really owes the money, and it's really a Chil Hashem for him to try to get away with it, and you're simply enforcing Kiddush Hashem. <coughs> we do sometimes have a principle that Kiddush Hashem should be your personal concern, you shouldn't try to impose Kiddush Hashem on other people, but if the Barigola does say that, that, that the community sets up people to stop him and, it's, and he shouldn't be doing this, and you're simply enforcing uh, order and you're, and, 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 and you're avoiding Chil Hashem, it's not, it's not so simple to understand why the Ramah would say it, it's Ra, what, what's wrong with it? I'll call upon him, that is what the Ramah says, and that is what the Marsham says, that, that, that even though there's no Din Moser because all the money that you're making him pay is he legitimately owes, nevertheless, this is not something you should be doing. And the Zikaran as well says that we don't want people to think that you know it's in Din Lemoser. We don't want people to get the impression that, 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 that there are no rules, that anyone can get another Jew in trouble as long as the government's involved. Ultimately, that's the wrong attitude. But the Eved, La'achara especially if he denies having done it, there's, there's, a good, there's a strong basis for leniency. But L'Chathila also, the Zikaran doesn't want people to go around on their own without going to Bastin and reporting other Jews and getting them in trouble, even if it's a legitimate government. That's charging them money that they that they that, that legitimately has the right to charge them. At the end of the day, though, the Zikanaran gives us two major etarim. 
certainly after the fact. One of them is that he, if he genuinely owes the money, there's no Mesira. And the second one is Machlokas among the Kadmonim, whether Mesira and self-defense is a, is a legitimate thing to do. So again, the a person should consult Basin, should consult rabbinic authority. <coughs> but Padiyavid, there will be cases where it's mutter. And this hetero of self-defense, as we said, is also potentially has major ramifications in, in, in cases where, we, where you're reporting something simply to, to, to solve a problem you have, to get the authorities or to get creditors off your back. So that's the machlok to be shown him, he says, whether that's a defense against Mesira. And certainly in a case where he genuinely owes whatever you made him pay, it's not even penalties, but he genuinely owes that money, the Kanaran tells us that's not Mesira. Afal Pikain, he says, a person should still, lechatchila, should still work through basin, should still try to resolve the matter internally before getting another Jew in trouble. But B'dyeved, Me'ikra Din, you have these various svaris to, uh, certainly in the case where he denies having done it, even if we're not sure he's telling the truth, but Sira for these other svaris, the Kanaran ruled that he has no liability as a Moser.